Welcome to Student Success Stories, the podcast where we spotlight academic excellence at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today, we're visiting Joan Cartledge, a senior secondary science education major. She tells us so much about study tips and techniques that she's learned along the way. And I loved how she wrapped in the Danish idea of Huga. She didn't mention it as Huga, but she did talk about how much she enjoys making her study space cozy, whether that's lighting a candle, playing some classical or jazz music to really help her as she begins studying. And it made me think of that idea of Huga and the idea of making your space, and in this case, your study space, a place that you feel comfortable in, that you really enjoy, and that will just help you to be inspired as you follow your study routine. Um, I think little touches like that can make studying more inviting, um, and it may look different for everyone. Different things make us cozy, but um, something fun to think about as you listen to our visit with Joan. Hi, Joan. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. Would you mind just introducing yourself? Uh, Sure. Um, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. I'll be a senior at Baylor this year, and I'm studying to be a high school science teacher. Um, And kind of what led me to Baylor was that I knew uh, going into college that I had a lot of friends going to state schools kind of close to home, and that was really appealing, and my mom works at a university close by, Um, but I knew that for myself I needed to kind of take the leap of faith and jump out to Texas, and so I checked out Baylor, and um, I fell in love with it um, when I stepped on campus, and I met with professors uh, on my first visit, and that was something that really grabbed me, is how personable everyone was, and just the, the, the Christian atmosphere in the community that I knew that Baylor had, and would give to me as I was a freshman exploring the college world. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, what have you decided to study since you've been here? at Uh, Secondary education, life science. So that's high school uh, biology is what I like to do um, when I graduate. Awesome. What led you to do that program? Um, So initially, I kind of just chose education, thinking that I would eventually change my major to something else, and I went through that process, like, oh, I'm interested in this and that, but as I just started to take, like, those intro classes and got to teach my first semester at Baylor, I just kind of fell in love with um, just the students and the sciences, and I I just got really excited doing the teaching thing, so I stuck with it, and um, now I'm about to be an intern, so it's really exciting. Awesome. That's great. Well, that's definitely a field we need lots of good teachers in. Yes, ma'am, for sure. What are some study strategies and techniques that you've used that have really helped you um, learn the information you need for your classes? Yeah, so um, initially when I was starting out studying, I kind of like did what I did, I could do in high school was 
maybe study about like two nights before my test and um, and I kind of figured out that soon in college that, that did not work best uh, for those intro you know biology and chemistry classes that turned out to be a lot more challenging than I thought. Um, so what I have done and has worked well for me is usually when I study for a test, I know for me that I have to be alone and I can't have anyone um, around that I know might talk to me or any like, like a TV show on like Netflix because I just know that I'm not gonna really truly learn that information. Um, so some tips that I use and strategies that I use when studying um, is that I, before class, I'll, if the teacher posts like the uh, PowerPoint before, I will go on and read that PowerPoint and maybe have the textbook open next to me, just so my brain is introduced to that information um, before going to class, so it's not all completely new information and I'm scrambling to write everything down that the teacher says. Um, and so that way in class, I can really focus on what the professor is saying and just add some notes that maybe I didn't get when I was reading. Um, and then after the lecture, I'll go back um, during my study time that night and I'll go through that information and kind of compile it all. Um, and that just helps me if I do that after every class, the more times my brain is introduced to the material, um, the less I really have to study and cram before an exam um, and usually like during the study time it's more of a review because I'm like oh yeah I've looked at this information a few times I think I know that I can move on to the stuff that I don't think I know as well um, and that I found very helpful in my anatomy class that I actually just took this past semester um, just because it's a lot of information at one time and you don't want to be overwhelmed with all that for sure um, and then I've also found that note cards work great. I'm someone who likes to have something very like physical in my hand that I can just study. Um, if I have like a couple minutes before a class starts, even if it's another class I'm waiting on, I can just flip through flashcards. Um, and I use Quizlet too, but I found that having like the actual flashcards is more helpful than doing it on a computer because usually on the computer I'll get distracted by something else or like sometimes even the ads that pop up on the side of the page are just distracting so um, flashcards work great um, yeah I think those are all the pretty good strategies I have that work uh, well for my studying and just making sure that I have like a good spot that I know that I'm never gonna have any distractions that I can keep like going back to that I know that's always available to study and is also helpful as well. Um, and having like a consistent spot that I know is good, so. Great. What is your favorite, where's your favorite study spot on campus? Um, I like, so it depends. Sometimes if I'm doing just like light homework, I'll go um, to Moody Library, but not like by the Starbucks because that place is just always crowded and really loud and I just want to watch all the people that come in. Um, but usually the back of Jones is good, like the first floor of the Jones Library is good. Um, just like during the day, no one's really there and there's big tables that are usually always available during the day. Um, but if I'm going to go back to the library at night, I like the, I think it's the second floor of Jones. Um, and that's like has to be a quiet zone up there, which is what I like. And there's also tables 
available up there too, but sometimes it can get crowded with a lot of people. So um, it just depends. But um, another good spot is Mars McLean Science Building, and that's like the education building, but there's also like never anyone there and it's always quiet and there's a lot of windows in there and um, and it's close by a pin lane in the parking garage. So that's usually where I go during finals. Um, it's always a good little spot to study and set up for the afternoon. Good, yeah. It's important to have those good spaces where you can always return and kind of get your brain in gear. Um, what would you say, so when you do go somewhere to study, yeah. do you have any sort of like routine that you kind of like to, to do or are there kind of some consistent rhythms that your study routine always has? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. So usually um, if I'm going to study for a test, I kind of find that sometimes that just like studying for a test kind of just the thought overwhelms me. So usually I'll go for a, like a quick jog um, by McLean Stadium behind like the baseball fields and the soccer fields. And that just kind of like opens up my mind and I can like think about it and think about other things. Get the stress out um which is always good they say exercise is kind of is good for the brain before and it helps you focus when you're about to do something that requires a lot of concentration so i've actually found that that works really well um and then i'll eat like a good dinner and then i usually kind of tell my roommates okay guys i'm gonna go study for a little while just so they know that this is what i'm doing and if so they won't distract me or anything like that. Um, and I'll, I'll go in my room and I live in a house off campus. So, um, but I'll go in my room and it's kind of, it sounds silly, but I'll like light a candle and turn on all the lights and just like make it kind of a, like a nice experience as possible. You know, don't want to like make it this awful thing. Um, and so I usually put on some like classical music maybe or some jazz like in the background. Nothing with any music or with any lyrics too because that kind of can become distracting um, just because I want to listen to the words and not what I'm, <laughs> not what I'm reading. And so, um, yeah, I'll lay out um, all the things I need to study. And usually if it's a lot of information, I'll divvy it up into sections because if you look at it together, you know, if I am kind of studying closer to that test date, doing it in sections is helps um, the brain see it is not like this big stack of huge, a lot of information. And so I'll do like a section in maybe 50 minutes and then I'll take like a 10 minute break and go get a snack or if my roommates are out like in the living room, I'll go talk to them, just, you know, kind of give my brain a break and then I'll go back in my room um, and see if I actually did retain anything that I studied. And one thing that I have loved actually using when I study is like a little small whiteboard um, and a dry erase marker and that way I can just kind of write down like what I um, just studied or if I study like structures or figures or anything or like a process um, that really helps me kind of figure out like okay did I actually learn this information um, and that's a good way uh, for me to see if I learned it and just like the repetition of writing it over again helps me uh, retain the information as well so that's a good little checker that I like to do when I study. I don't study for like four or five hours that is just it's like overwhelming to me 
three hours probably at the most. Um, and I don't let myself stay up past 11.30 or midnight just because I have to wake up early in the morning to go teach. And it's just not good for me to stay up late in the morning. Those all-nighters are never good. I never advise doing that. That is just your brain doesn't remember anything. Um, but yeah, just do it in sections. And then if you get tired of doing that, then go to something else. Um, maybe just like if you have some light homework, just do that and then come back and do some more studying. Um, and, you know, walk around. You don't have to sit down. Some, like pace, and that helps too. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the routine I do. And then I try to do like a nightly routine too after I study. I don't like study and then go to bed immediately because my brain just kind of sees like that screen if I'm looking at my laptop laptop it just kind of like sees that bright screen and I can't fall asleep so I try to like turn off all screens at least like 20 minutes before bed maybe read a book or something um and then uh, go to bed so yeah kind of give your brain a little time to decompress and wind down well, great. Yes. All right. Well, so with your internship teaching, um, mm -hmm. I imagine your morning gets going pretty early. So do you have a morning routine that you typically follow? I do, yes. Um, I actually, once I get started on my morning routine, I enjoy that time, which is college students are like, what, that's crazy, you like morning. <laughs> which it is hard to get up but once you get going it's like oh yay like time to start the day um so I usually wake up around 6 30 depending on like how late I stay up um but 6 30 is usually when I get up just because it kind of does take me a few minutes to get out of bed um and so I'll get up you know wash my face brush my teeth um have some breakfast and always like to have some coffee too and um, just give myself time to wake up and like eat breakfast and not like, you know, shove it in on the way to school because I just, I like enjoying that. Um, and I have my quiet time too, just to kind of start the day off right. Um, and then just my, so I have another roommate and she's an elementary education major. And so we're usually up about at the same time. So we'll kind of talk about our, our kids that we're teaching and what we're going to be doing in class that day. Um, and so I talk to her in the morning as well. And then I will um, get ready for school. And I usually leave depending on when I have to be at the school, probably by like 7.30. So I give myself a good hour to get ready um, for the day. Nice. So not rushing, just kind of have that yes. former morning start. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Well, you talked a lot about study spots on campus that you like. Do you um, enjoy studying off campus? I know you mentioned studying at your house. Are there any other places where you like to go? Um, so I have found out Common Grounds is not a good place to study. Um, <laughs> it's you're kind of hanging out with friends, you know, in the mm -hmm. afternoon, but it is, it's so crowded now. I usually just go there to get coffee and like catch up with a friend or something. Uh -huh. um, 
Dichotomy is another coffee shop. It's downtown. That's a pretty good spot. Um, afternoons are better. Nighttime um, can get a little crazy because there is like a, a bar there as well. But, um, but yeah, that's good with the, there's a nice terrace on top. That's nice. Um, it gets a good breeze up there and that's a good spot. And there's another newer coffee shop called Pinewood. It's a little bit further from campus, but um, that's also a good spot. There's some booths there and a counter that you can study in, and the music there is not too loud, um, not distracting or anything like that. And then Common Grounds has also opened another location out in Woodway. Uh-huh. Is I think I haven't studied there, but um, that I think that would be a good place as well, just because it is farther away, and I don't really see students going out there um, to study but there's a lot of seating there um, and it's kind of a, a calmer atmosphere than the the one close to campus has so, awesome yeah. yeah that's good to think through is this going to be a good place to go hang out with my friends or is this right. going to be a good place to get some good studying done so definitely yes. it sounds like they all have their great options for mm -hmm. what you need so that's good. Yes. Well, one thing um, I think some of our best teachers can sometimes be mistakes we've made or challenges we've overcome. And has there been any experience you've had so far at Baylor that has really been a helpful teacher to you? Um, I would probably say just, you know, as a freshman, freshman year is the most, probably the most challenging, um, just a big adjustment being in college itself and meeting lots of new people and kind of figuring out like how to study and okay, I actually have to study because I did it in high school, that kind of thing. So um, it sounds simple, but probably a big challenge would be just probably um, not studying so close to the test date, which, I mean, it sounds like it would be, okay, well, that's common sense, but it is true, you know, considering like first semester freshman year, there's so much going on and you want to get involved and meet new people, but, you know, you have to start out with that good GPA. And so I, I'd say that that was probably like a, a challenge for me was just finding out what worked best and what study strategies worked best for me. And I quickly discovered that I can't really study in a big group of people because I'll just want to talk to them and, you know, talk about Baylor football and um, all that fun stuff that's going on. And so um, just really making like a plan that works best uh, for you and what you need to succeed academically um, and just, making a schedule for studying was probably honestly a big thing and really not signing up for everything that's available to do to see all that there is to do on campus but I probably signed up for too many things mm. and got all these emails and I was like oh I want to do all these things but um you know, first semester, you have to limit yourself for sure. Um, and then after that, I got involved in some great organizations. So, yeah. Great. Figuring out, like, yeah. Awesome. So what it sounds like kind of getting clear on your priorities and making sure that you're involved in the things that are most meaningful to you, what, yes. what work? organizations have you gotten involved in while you've been in Baylor? 
So one organization that um, I did my sophomore and junior year was Steppin' Out, and I love this organization. Um, so Steppin' Out is a once a semester service day that any Baylor student can become a part of. Uh, Steppin' Out partners with uh, different nonprofits around Waco and different homeowners and uh, business people in the Waco area to do community service for them. And so these are you know, people who don't financially have the means to take care of their yard or they need some things removed. Um, and so I got to be part of that committee and it was just really cool to firsthand see all that, uh, the impact that Waco and Baylor can have together on the residents of the Waco community. And so it's a great partnership that uh, Baylor and Waco have established with one another. And so that was just really humbling to be a part of. Um, and then I'm also in the sorority Tri-Delta, and so I've loved that as well. Um, with that, there are also, that's actually how I became involved with Stepping Out, which um, was great. It's, the sorority has created lots of outlets for me to um, get connected in other areas of campus besides Tri-Delta, which I have really been thankful for and met lots of great women too um, from all over the country. and just you know, grown in Christ with them as well. Um, and then I've also, I was a part of the peer leader program last year, which was really fun. I'd never done anything like that. Um, so the peer leader program mainly partners with different areas um, on campus. And I was part of the new student experience part of that. And so I was a welcome week leader. Um, and that was really fun to get to know freshmen coming in um, and get to tell them a little about, a little bit about what I've shared in the last hour about you know studying and good spots on campus to study and things like that and then I also was in a leadership class with that as well and that was with Chapel Ryan um, and so that was really fun to get to know him and also a lot of other different students on campus too which was really cool um, I loved that class it was so fun all we did was just really talk about our peer students that we have and just really learn from each other and um, grow in that as well um, and then the last organization I'm a part of is Student Foundation. And so Student Foundation is for juniors and seniors. And what Student Foundation does is it holds different events on campus to raise money for student scholarships. So we have um, different events like Freshman Follies is just a fun event that we hold for freshmen um, during the fall semester. And it's basically just a big paint war. And so a lot of freshmen uh, really enjoy doing that um, on Fountain Mall. Then we have, we're in the homecoming parade and we have a half marathon. And we also partner with um, Chamber, the Chamber of Commerce and put on the um, Thanksgiving dinner for all the students on campus. And that's really fun too. Um, and the committee that I'm a part of in Student Foundation is the um, campus recruiting committee. And so I get to travel to different places in Texas and actually got to go to Denver this past semester and recruit students to come to Baylor. And so that's something that I've discovered that I'm very passionate about is meeting high school students and just sharing what I love about Baylor and um, just what I enjoy about being on campus here. And so I've really loved Student Foundation. I've met a lot of great people in there too. And so, plus it's extra fun to get to wear those green and white stripes around campus too. So, yeah. Fun. Well, you are have a lot going on. I do, probably too much, but 
I love it. That's what has made my Baylor experience really is just being a part of all that there is to offer. And there's so much, it's hard not to sign up for too many things. I know it is tempting, isn't it? How, what are some time management tools or strategies that you find yes. help you keep your schedule straight? Yes. So with all of that, I have found that um, keeping a planner is definitely key um, in becoming really reliant on that um, just from the beginning of the day to the end. So I have to plan like when I can eat dinner and um, prioritize my studying um, and my homework. And so because with that I'm doing I do sing and pigskin too which is crazy like oh my gosh how do I have time to even study but somehow it happens and so um, yeah keeping a planner and it it sounds funny but really planning out your day to the minute like okay in this 30 minute period I'm gonna study for biology and then I'm gonna go eat my lunch and then go to class for 50 minutes um, and so I even you know plan out when I'm gonna exercise and then eat dinner and study and then go to sing practice and then come back and study for a little bit. And so just becoming reliant on a planner and becoming, um, just learning how to create a schedule that works best um, for an individual is probably what has really helped me with all that. And some days, you know, I don't get my studying in and that's okay, you just move on and conquer the next day. But um, yes, so keeping a planner has really become helpful for me. That's great. Yeah, it sounds like making sure you have everything written down is really important. Yes, because if I don't write everything down, I'll probably miss something that's going on. So I have to write it down for sure. That's how I am too. I totally understand. <laughs> well, with studying, a lot of people find that having a caffeinated something is really helpful. So when you are studying and you need that caffeine, what is your favorite coffee order? Well, I always go for a vanilla latte with soy milk. I don't know why I get soy milk. I'm not lactose intolerant or anything, <laughs> but um, I just... I don't know, I love like a hot or an iced latte. It just kind of gets me going because uh -huh. any bit of caffeine just kind of gets me energ energized. So that would be my my coffee order for sure. Awesome. And if I went to Common Grounds, I'd probably just have to go for an iced cowboy, so. All right, and now those are good too. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say if you have been studying for a while and you need to take a break, what, what are some of your favorite things to do for a study break? Um, I usually, um, I honestly, I will pick up my phone and <laughs> look at that for a little bit, just uh -huh. kind of a mindless Instagram check or something like that. Um, or if my friends or my roommates are if I'm studying at home, if they're out kind of in the living room, I'll just go chat with them for 10 minutes. Um, and that just kind of gets my mind off it and ask about them, like how they're doing. Um, usually um, it, eat a snack, kind of walk around, get some blood flowing, um, yeah. you know, just little things like that um, kind of are my break for sure. That's good. What have you found to be a really useful resource at Baylor for you? Um, I would say probably, it sounds simple, but 
if you need help academically really going to professors, I definitely take advantage of those office hours um, if I have questions for sure. And I will never forget my chemistry professor. She's amazing, Dr. Castleberry. Um, just going to her office and just like chatting with her and really saying like, I'm struggling in your class, please help me. Um, because and she was always more than willing to help me in any way and it was always great when she'd see me in the hallway and go hey Joan how are you and that just means so much so really taking advantage of those office hours um, is was probably my most helpful resource um, and I know not for me specifically but I've had a lot of friends who do go to the success center and get tutoring um, and that has been very helpful for them too just having like students help other students has become a great resource for them as well just because sometimes the way a professor explains it is not the best. And so having another student kind of maybe explain it in a different way um, is good for them as well. Awesome, that's great. What would you say to a student who maybe is a little nervous about going to his or her professor's office hours? Um, that was definitely me for sure. I was uh -huh. very um, but usually that as a freshman those freshman professors know that it's probably your first time going to office hours and so I'd probably just tell them I mean you could be open and honest and saying like I don't really know what I want to ask you but I think I just need help in your class and just really tell tell the professor um, excuse me tell the student to just be vulnerable and express how they're feeling and how they're struggling maybe in the class or just with the topic um, and also it you know make friends in your class don't be afraid to just ask someone in your class and be like hey are are you doing okay in this class would you want to go with me to office hours because it, I guarantee that that other student is probably struggling with the same topic or the same subject material. Um, so taking a buddy too is always great. Um, all my professors encourage that too. Just come in with a friend and ask questions and that makes it a little less intimidating for sure. Awesome, those are great tips. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Well, my last question for you is just as you are getting closer to graduation day, what are your hopes beyond Baylor? Yeah, so definitely um, to hopefully have a teaching job um, somewhere, um, Lord willing. Um, I would love to teach initially in the Fort Worth area just because that is, you know, close to a lot of friends that I have who are from that area. And then I have family in Texas too. And I've heard that Fort Worth is just a great area for uh, young uh, adults who are starting out in the career world. Um, and so, yeah, I, I am not sure how long I would like to teach. I do have, you know, kind of thoughts um, of maybe doing research somewhere, um, you know, becoming maybe a biologist and just doing some, some research in the field would be really, really cool and sounds really fun as well. Um, a completely different side is nursing has been thrown around too. just, I don't see myself becoming a doctor or anything like that, but um, just kind of, you know, helping someone in a way like a pediatric nurse that sounds interesting to me so but right now I'm really excited about teaching um, I do have a passion for 
uh, high school students in biology. And so that just gets me really excited uh, to know that maybe a year from now I'll have a job and I'll be a teacher. So that's really exciting. And um, that the Baylor professors in education school and the other areas have just really helped me these past three years um, come to this point and be prepared for that beyond Baylor. So. That's great. Well, the future sounds really bright. It's exciting to think about all the different options that you'll have when you yes. leave here. Yeah, I am. Definitely. Well, great. Well, Joan, thank you so much for visiting with me and sharing all this great knowledge that you've learned on your Baylor journey. And we'll look forward to seeing where you go next. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed my visit with Joan and how she talked about the discipline strategies that she's put in place from preparing before the class by looking at PowerPoints along with um, the book and then being able to just after the class rewrite those notes and get them all in place so that she is constantly reviewing and the idea that cramming is no longer a part of her life because she's reviewing steadily along the way so that the day before the test when she does that final review she feels good she feels confident she knows she's going to do well I also really appreciated her sharing those special study spots that fit her the best and thinking about even the timing of those knowing that probably midterms and finals certain places are going to be more crowded or even at night certain places are more crowded and during the day they're less crowded so planning in advance and thinking of that before um, you decide to go set up shop somewhere. I also really liked the way she incorporates activity into her day and how important that is for us to make that space in that room and take those 10 minute breaks and walk around while we're studying. But even she was talking about going for a run after her classes to kind of clear her head. And sometimes as we allow that space and time, we can have new ideas and new thoughts about um, how to approach a subject or maybe how to write a paper, all sorts of different things. So I hope you take away at least one thing from Joan's um, visit that you can try this week. And I look forward to joining you again when we hear another student success story. Do you have a student success story you'd like to share? Did you start implementing a tip or technique you learned from the podcast and want to tell us more about it? Maybe you have questions or comments about how we can make this podcast better, or is there a certain content you would like to hear about? Please let us know by emailing studentsuccessstories at baylor.edu. You can also check out our website where we have more details about the different episodes, and you can find that website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast. Here you can download episodes, subscribe to our iTunes, and see all the show notes from all the episodes we've done. These show notes are great, especially if you've been listening to the episodes on the go and want to find out more about certain resources, tools, strategies. Um, some of our guests have mentioned, you'll find all that information right there. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Stories. This is where we share when new episodes are going to be uploaded, when we have more information about tips and techniques that different guests have shared, and also sometimes our guests take over our Insta Stories. And those 
um, stories have been posted to our highlights. So be sure and check those out. They're a great way for you to get a good connection with our guests and see more about how they've been successful as students. Thanks for listening. Our podcast theme song is Run One Down by Dan Leibowitz.